Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, episode number one. I'm Abby, and I want to help you homeschool without overwhelm. As a former public school teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I'm in the trenches just like you. I know it can be challenging to be home with your kids all day while you struggle to keep up with the housework and educate your kids and maybe even work on the side. Take a deep breath. You can do this. The key is to embrace your journey, don't compare yourself to others, and find your groove. I want to help you gain confidence in the stage you're in and find the best home and school solutions for your family. So again, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode number one of the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. Today's topic is the superwoman myth. Show notes for today's episode with freebies, links, or resources mentioned are at 41more.com forward slash one. Okay, let's talk about the superwoman myth. If you're on social media at all, you know that it can be a great tool, but it can also leave you feeling less than. You might look around and think everyone else has it all together, but you know, why do I feel like I can't even keep up with anything around here? And all of this comparison can lead to a whole lot of overwhelm. Homeschool moms probably have a bit more of this on their plate because we're not just moms dealing with the house and the the meals and all that kind of stuff. We're also homeschooling. We're also educating our kids. So we have a whole lot more on our shoulders in the day-to-day. And when we're comparing ourselves and looking at other moms on social media, we can start to feel like we're missing something. Do you ever have that feeling where you feel just completely overwhelmed with homeschooling and with life in general as a homeschool mom? I know I can definitely relate. Well, let's bust this myth First of all, there is no superwoman. There is no homeschool mom that's doing it all and doing it all perfectly. She's leaving out something. You know, if someone looked at my house or my routine or my day, they might see some positives, but they're also not seeing the dust bunnies in the corner or the fact that I made chicken burgers out of the freezer for lunch for the kids or the fact that I have a pile of junk somewhere in that closet that's closed. I mean, really, we all have something we're neglecting. We all choose what to do and what to do well, but we can't do it all well. So get that myth out of your mind. There is no homeschooling super mom, so don't try to be her, and don't feel bad when you feel like you fall short. But there are definitely some practical strategies that you can take to deal with that feeling of overwhelm that each one of us feels at one time or another. So today, let's talk about practical strategies to deal with homeschool overwhelm. Are you ready? Here we go. Step number one is to know your why. On those hard days when you're homeschooling and when just everything feels off, You really have to be clear about why you're homeschooling. You can't compare your why to the mom down the street. She might have a different set of priorities. You know, are you homeschooling because of health issues, maybe for yourself or your kids? 
Are you homeschooling because one of your kids has learning challenges and this is just a great way to deal with them one-on-one and give them just what they need? Are you homeschooling because of certain family dynamics and needing to be around for parents? There are so many reasons families choose to homeschool and you need to be clear on what your priorities are, but don't compare. Make a priority list for your family, communicate it with the kids, and on those days that things are hard, make sure you remind yourself why you're doing this thing called homeschooling. Because it's not for the faint of heart, but there are great reasons to do it. And just remind yourself of what your reasons are in this season. So number one is to know your why. But you can't stop there. Let's move from the theoretical to the practical. Step number two is simplify your schedule. You know, most of us have way too much on our schedules. It's actually like a badge of honor to be super busy in today's culture, except that it's not a badge of honor. It's really kind of sad that we're so busy. If everything is important, then nothing is important. So you really have to say no to being crazy busy in order to say yes to the best things. Remember strategy number one, know your why. Let's start there. Here's what you need to do. Treat your calendar as you would a zero-based budget. Have you ever heard of this? With a zero-based budget, you take everything off your expense list and you analyze each item and it has to earn its way back onto your spending budget. You're not starting with a baseline of what you've always spent. Every item has to be approved. So similarly with your schedule, take everything off your family calendar. Start with a total blank slate. Then slowly put things on based on your why and your family's priorities in this season. Is it essential? Put that first. Think of what your situation is. If you have babies and toddlers, your current season is going to look a lot different than the mom who has teenagers in the house. So don't compare your season of life with another mom's season of life. It will not be the same. And you won't be stuck in that season forever either. There is hope. Okay, once these essentials are in, decide how much mental, emotional, and physical room is left for additional commitments. Remember, control your schedule. Don't let it control you. Okay, once the schedule and calendar are under control, you have to evaluate your daily and weekly routines. And here's where we get to step number three. Establish routines and workflows. Now here's the thing. Homeschooling does not have to look like school at home. In fact, it probably shouldn't. You don't need to have bells and rigid time schedules like 8 o'clock is math and you can't use a, the bathroom until eight ten when we have a bathroom break. Like just ditch those crazy schedules. No, it doesn't have to be rigid, but you do need some kind of routine and some kind of normal flow to your day. And here's the other aspect that I think some moms forget. You know, as the mom, you may know what you want the routine to be, but have you communicated it clearly enough to your kids? They need to know the expectations of how the day will flow. A few tools to use for establishing some workflow to your day are just simple things like a morning basket where you all start together and do a few subjects in this in this morning basket where you're getting all the kids in all together doing stuff at the same time knocking a few subjects out and then you move on with your day. What about loop scheduling where on Monday Right after lunch, you might do a read aloud. Tuesday, it might be your art lesson. Wednesday might be your um, 
composer study and then you loop back around to your read aloud the next day. What about work boxes? I love these things for the younger kids because they're visual and they know exactly what needs done. They have a whole bunch of boxes with their work in each drawer for the day and their supplies in there and they can just zip through, know what needs done and it's so easy. What about the simple checklist? Kids love to check things off as much as adults do. And for teens, I highly recommend you check into Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. It's a high-tech workflow checklist that my teens absolutely love. So you need to find some kind of routine, some kind of flow to your day. It definitely doesn't have to be rigid, but you need to kind of have a general idea of how your homeschool day will flow. Okay, you might know your why. You might have a simplified schedule and even have great routines in place, but if you're always tripping over clutter or can't find your supplies, then you will still feel overwhelmed. So this next step is for you. Number four is clutter control. Here's the truth. Most of us have too much stuff. And because we school at home, we're always around our stuff. We really can't escape it. So even if you have to take a day off of school to start decluttering, I highly recommend you do it. It will be so worth it in the long run. You know the drill. You have four bins, sell, donate, trash, or relocate. Decide what you can totally get rid of. If it's not worth much or it's broken, just throw it in the trash. If someone else might like it and you don't mind donating it, do a pile of that. Hey, if you've got some great stuff, don't feel bad about taking a little bit of time and listing it on eBay or your local um, sell group online. We do this quite a lot with kids' clothing and toys and games and movies and old homeschool curriculum, and it's nice to get a little extra money that way. Totally go for it. But here's the thing. Once you declutter, you will feel so much better, and I bet you a lot of overwhelm in homeschool will kind of vanish because that clutter has vanished. So you will totally feel better, and I really recommend that you declutter if you're, home, you're overwhelmed with homeschool in any way. So now that the calendar and the house feel lighter, it's time to set things on autopilot. This is going to help your days run smoother and curb that overwhelm. Here's step number five. Are you ready? Number five is automate household chores. You know, we are home with our kids nearly every day. We have an awesome opportunity to include our children in the running of the household. If you're a homeschooling mom, there is no way you should be doing all the chores. And if your kids are over the age of four, I really think they could be doing their own laundry. Uh, One day I saw a lady I knew, an older lady downtown, and I had all the kids with me and she commented about, we have five kids, and she commented about how much laundry I must have with the five kids. And I said to her, well, I actually don't because they all do their own laundry, even the four-year-old. And she told me that she did her kids' laundry all the way through college. And I really couldn't believe that people actually do that. So I highly recommend you get your kids in on the running of the household through chores. I don't vacuum anymore. My kids do that. I really don't empty the dishwasher. My kids do that. I sometimes have to go after them and re-clean the bathroom because it's not quite up to par. But they technically do that too. See what you can delegate to your kids automate those household chores, and you won't be as overwhelmed because, you know, they're at home making the messes too, so they need to learn to contribute. 
Automate as much as you can into your routine and expect the kids to help out. So now it's your turn to get to work with these strategies and let us know how it goes. You know, if you're fighting overwhelm, try out these strategies. I know that when I have these five areas under, con- my, under control, my homeschool days are really a lot smoother. And what do you think? Would you add something to this list? What are your big things that you need to deal with in order to feel less overwhelmed? Join the conversation over at 41more.com forward slash one and find show notes for this episode along with other freebies and links at 41more.com forward slash one. Happy homeschooling. This episode is brought to you by Homeschooling 101, Basics for Parents Before You Start. This is an online course for parents designed to help you decide if you have what it takes to homeschool. It analyzes the essential questions you're probably asking yourself, like how is it going to affect different areas of my life? And what about all these objections I I am getting from myself or others? Like, are there answers to these things? Well, I designed a free online course to help answer these questions and you can access it over at 41more.com forward slash homeschooling 101. It'll give you the bird's eye view you need before you jump in. Happy homeschooling.